Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, I am so happy that we have an international author on our show today, Mr. Henry K.H. Wang, who is author of the book, Business Negotiations in China, Strategy, Planning, and Management, as our in-studio guest today. Mr. Wang, welcome to the program, and thank you for interrupting your day to talk to us about your book, Business Negotiations in China. Thank you very much, uh, Daryl, for inviting me. I'm very glad to, uh, to attend this interview from London to talk to you and your, uh, your audience. Oh, this is beautiful. Uh, before we jump into this really, really fascinating book on negotiations uh, in China, could you share with our listeners a little bit about your education and professional background? Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to do that. Uh, I studied uh, basically engineering in London at the University College and then Imperial College London. And then uh, after graduation, I was recruited by Shell into their executive development program. And I stayed with them, uh, went through the different businesses. And in the end, I spent 33 years with Shell uh, as uh, director for strategy for China. And then uh, after Shell, I was uh, invited to be a director of Sabic, which is uh, the biggest uh, listed company in the Middle East. And uh, I was uh, working as a director in the uh, corporate strategy department. And then after retirement from Shell and Sabic, I founded my own company, Gate International, and uh, which is uh, uh, advising uh, different universities and companies and also is a platform for my book publications and my charity work. Well, that is excellent. That is excellent. And so you have some extremely deep experience in Chinese business culture, and you chose the topic of negotiations in China. Why did you choose that particular topic? What motivated you to write about a very complex topic of negotiations in business in China? Yeah, that was a very interesting uh, story. I work in China and with Chinese businesses and in also doing international negotiations with Shell and Sabic uh, for over 30-odd years. And uh, when I was uh, the uh, director for strategy for Shell, the chairman also asked me to be the chief negotiator for the biggest uh, biggest project uh, in China at that time, uh, with with and negotiate all the contracts with the Chinese government. And the, the project at that time was the largest Sino-foreign project in the whole of China at about five billion dollars. And uh, I was invited in the 2015 by the UK Charter Management Institute, which I'm a, a member, to write a paper really to help uh, the members and students at business school and university about business negotiation. So I wrote uh, based on my experience, uh, global international experience and China experience, a paper on business negotiations, which uh, the member, where they have... Uh, 
a hundred over a hundred thousand members, and then they ran a competition, and then the members selected the paper to be one of the top five management paper of the year. Then after that, my publisher, because by then I've already uh, published two books,、uh, one on China and one on energy markets. My publisher Rutledge, which is one of the biggest、uh, publisher in the world.、Uh, Invited me to write a, a book on the business negotiation in China, which I agreed to do, and it was then published、uh, recently in December two o one seven. That is awesome. That is awesome. So you you have this extremely deep expertise、uh, in the the business negotiation. What are the main concepts that you would like for the reader to focus on, and why? Yeah. That's a very deep question, which I also spend a lot of time thinking about when they invited me to to write the paper and the book. I basically thought that, that because successful good business negotiation is really very very important for successful business、uh, in China and in the rest of the world. So I try to break it down into a sort of systematic way in which, you know, everybody can understand. So I start off in part one about what are the contexts of negotiation, and and that's more or less you know common around the world, and that includes the negotiation model, what is the negotiation process, and very importantly, what is the culture for negotiation, because only these three things mix. Successful negotiation, but very importantly, also if you decide to 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 start a complex business negotiation, then you got to select the right team, and the team got to have time to prepare for the negotiation, draw out negotiation plans, and、uh, also the different options. Then, when they go into the negotiations, then they they have to be familiar with the negotiation cycle and the different stages. I mean, basically,、uh, they, this will involve the opening stage where you really introduce and meet the opposing negotiation team and try to gain their trust. Then you go into the middle stages where there's a lot of toil and throwing and negotiations of different issues. Then hopefully, then you are successful in getting to the closing stages where you are able to agree and close negotiations. So these are the three key stages and three key concepts which I talk about in the book, give with、uh, with backed up with different uh, business, uh, real business cases and uh, the latest uh, researches. So in 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 the first part of the book. That you talk about the context of negotiations in, in China.、Um, let's talk about some of the Chinese negotiation models. What are the different models that you talk about in the book, and why are they so different? Yeah. Well, I think、uh, this is a very interesting area. A lot of work has gone into. This area, researching this area for in different universities, business schools, and and companies. I think、uh, when initially when China、mm. uh, opened up 
uh, and started doing businesses with international companies, that was still very much in the what we call the win-lose type model, uh, where you know really they were really focusing, and the international partners were very much focusing on profit. Yeah, so it was a really mono. Uh, issue negotiations. There was not much trading, but there was very hard negotiations on the profit. But as China opened up, particularly after 2000, when they joined WTO, uh, it is starting to adopt a lot of global international business practices. And really, they move very much towards the international model of negotiation, uh, focusing on integrative and win-win negotiations, which are sustainable over a long period of time. But of course, I think they are also very much uh, uh, a lot of, these are the two main mega trends in terms of negotiation model. Uh, so a very healthy move towards from the sort of uh, localized model to a international model. But of course, within that, there are many, many different type of submodels in terms of negotiation. And the negotiation team and the chief negotiator really got to evaluate these very carefully to achieve successful negotiation in China and in any way in the world. Mm-hmm. And you, you talk about the distributive business negotiation model. Can you define that for our audience? Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, the distributive uh, negotiation model, I think uh, what 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 is important uh, because in nego- distributive negotiation, what you have is really a discussion between two or more parties to 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 meet a sustainable joint business negotiation. Yeah. And they will normally then, uh, in the negotiation, what they will normally do is that they will then start to focus on the key issues which are really particularly important for them. And for example, in the simpler case, it will be profit. Yeah, How do I make the maximum profit from this deal? And uh, in terms of uh, the discussions, then they will have different strategies to try to reach that negotiation goal, and that will be, and they will also hopefully have secured the right mandate from their management to to go through that, and that's very important uh, for any management, any Western company when they are sending a negotiation team into negotiation to China or anywhere in the world to be able to select the right team. Uh, this right team should then have, uh, led by a, a qualified chief negotiators, supported by business and technical experts, which then will allow them to uh, execute their, their negotiation strategy as they go through the different negotiation stages. I see. And in your book, you talk about how this model, the... Uh disruptive business negotiating model could be somewhat restrictive and also difficult and confrontational. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? 
Well, a disruptive business model is a very is a is a new uh, negotiation model, which is a, and a very specialized one, which is uh, happening between uh, sometimes between countries and between state-owned companies. This is not a normal sort of model between commercial organizations. Uh, a very typical example which I give in the book, and this is very exciting to, to find out, this is in addition to the distributive and integrative model that we commercial, which are really in commercial negotiations. The disruptive uh, model, uh, sometimes called a zero-sum model, is really when countries or state-owned companies are told to negotiate on a certain topic. A, a, uh, a good example will be, say, uh, a oil-importing country going to an oil-producing country and uh, negotiating a supplied uh, agreement. Yeah? And uh, in many cases, because of the vast number of interest groups in each of these countries, it's very difficult for these uh, companies, the state-owned companies, to reach agreement very quickly because they normally have very narrow mandates set by their political leaders and sponsors. So, but they have to go through this negotiation process to identify the negotiation uh, what are the hurdles, then they can go back to their political sponsors so that they can then uh, achieve the necessary breakthrough. I see. And you, you talk about, uh, of, the th of the three models, the integrative business negotiation model is the one that you feel is mostly used today because it focuses on a win-win scenario. Is, is, is my understanding correct? Uh, yes, you are absolutely right, uh, Darrow. Uh, this is the model which is, allows the team, the management, to consider all the different complex commercial, technical, and business issues and talk through them all together with the opposing side. Uh, and uh, then they can trade off on different uh, Issues so integrating everything into a final contract and final agreement. Ladies and gentlemen, we are interviewing today an international expert on Chinese business negotiations, Mr. Henry K. H. Wang, whose book Business Negotiations in China: Strategy, Planning, and Management, published by is it? I believe it's Routledge, a division of Taylor and Francis. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct, yeah. And uh, there is also uh, Gower Business and Management Group. Uh, right, it has on there a Gower book. And, and this book can be purchased via all of the normal retail online outlets, correct? Uh, yes, there is. They have, uh, is available on Amazon and, and all the uh, Nobles and Barnes and Nobles and or the online organizations. That's correct. And, and I understand also stock in the U.S. Congress Library and the British Library. Ah, uh, beautiful, beautiful. And also, do you have a website for yourself or for your book with this information there? 
Uh, yes, the uh, Rutledge, the uh, uh, publisher, has a, has global websites, and if you Google them, then you can definitely find details of the book and that sort of thing, and how to order it and that sort of thing. Great, great. I just want to make sure we got that order of business in because this is a very good book. Um, here at the Stillman School of Business at Seton Hall University, I'm going to introduce it to Dean Strouser because I think this is something that – a book that they should include in their negotiation class. And um, when, when you think about the three models, and the integrative model is probably the most popular – Based on your experience, what model do you feel is most appropriate in today's times in, in, in negotiating with the, the Chinese businessman, businesswoman? I think uh, it has to be uh, the model that will be very useful would be uh, the integrative model. Uh, but today's negotiations are so complex uh, that uh, you really uh, a successful chief negotiator and a, a chief negotiate and a negotiation team really have to be prepared to apply it, all the different. And what are some of the common mistakes that uh, people make when they're in negotiations with the Chinese businessmen and women? Yeah, uh, this is a very good question, Errol. And I think they, I, they are many, many, mis- but uh, I would highlight three. I think uh, one, the first one, the most common one, is really uh, not not understanding the cultural uh, differences and the uh, and that 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 is very important because uh, in China they would like to. Uh, and, and that's not only in China, in my experience in negotiating globally, but in China it takes a long time, takes a longer time in the beginning for you when you're negotiating with your opposite side to build up trust first. And only really after building up trust that they're willing to, to start negotiation on win-win contracts. And uh, second one is really uh, in, you know, Western business environment and in the business environment internationally, there's now a lot of pressure on time. And a lot of people, you know, you have, there's a famous saying, time is money. But for negotiation, this uh, setting artificially tight time by senior management on their negotiators could put them under a lot of negotiation pressure, which results in giving unnecessary concessions and uh, having weak negotiating positions. Uh, this is often then leads to poor negotiation outcome for uh, for the for for the company, and and the last is uh, often often quite often when you have uh, strong mandates and push from your international management, you often go in to negotiations too hard, and then you end up with win-lose negotiations, which in the long term are unsustainable. I think these are the three main mistakes that uh, negotiators got to watch out for when they're negotiating. That is excellent advice. And how do you counsel uh, your your clients or the folks that you're 
negotiating with on these three, let's say, um, situations that you want to make sure that you manage them very carefully? Yeah, that, that's a very important question. And it's a question I get asked a lot of times when I'm advising, uh, speaking at business schools and uh, universities and also advising uh, uh, leading companies on negotiation. I, what I advise them is that you have to follow, you should follow a systematic process. First of all, you need to uh, identify it what is the negotiation uh, that you are involved in and really clearly understand that. Then you've got to select the right team, find in your organization an experienced chief negotiator who had experience in this and not just anybody that happened to come into mind. And uh, because negotiations are now so complex that it is not fair to throw somebody into the deep water. And then you've got to back it up with the right uh, experts and team in the, uh, in the organization with the technical and business experts. Very importantly, then you've got to allow the team to have time to prepare the complex negotiation and study the situations so that uh, this will involve competitor analysis, due diligence, negotiation strategy planning, options analysis, and uh, detailed background research and engagement with the different business units. Very importantly also for, for senior management, it's very important for them to give the right mandate to the negotiation team together with a realistic time schedule so that you don't put the team under too much pressure and too much time pressure. In, and then they, they, they make the mistakes during the negotiations. So hopefully with, with following this uh, systematic uh, approach, which will take a lot of effort from uh, senior management and from the negotiation team, then you can have a successful negotiation outcome in China and anywhere in the world. And um, as you, of course, lecture throughout the world and advise companies and, and universities, um, can you share with our audience what the interest and feedback has been from the business schools and universities globally on your new book? Uh, yeah, there has been, I'm happy to, to, to share that, yeah, there has been very strong interest in this, uh, and particularly because uh, this is, uh, I think that the business schools and universities and companies recognize that successful business needs uh, good negotiation and good negotiators. And in fact, negotiation is not only in business, it's also a lot of the skills I've learned in business negotiation can also apply to uh, domestic and family situations. Too. And uh, they have uh, invited me to speak at uh, different leading business schools and universities uh, uh, in, in Europe and also in Asia. And uh, uh, some of the schools have also uh, put, like you suggested, uh, to, to talk with the dean of your business school. They have put it on the reference list for the students. And I'm uh, very happy, of course, if required, to, to come to your university and, and uh, hold uh, training and development uh, roundtables with, with 
your students and in the business school. Oh, that is great to hear. So you are planning to do some executive roundtables and discussions. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I'm very uh, honored to be uh, invited by by one of the biggest uh, uh, to do this sort of executive roundtable in different part of the world. Uh, I have. Uh, I will be uh, in uh, June. Uh, I've been invited to lead an executive uh, roundtable uh, in in Kuala Lumpur, in Malaysia, uh, on the business negotiations. And then uh, in the, in August, they've invited me to lead an, another executive roundtable uh, in the Jakarta, uh, and that is uh, focusing on on what I'm writing in my new book. Uh, on climate change. Oh, wonderful. That is that is really great to hear. And so when you think about the next steps in doing successful negotiations in China, if you're an American, is it important for you to understand how the the Mandarin language or should you understand a little bit of it? Um, what is your view on that as folks who are planning to do significant negotiations with China? Yeah. Well, I think uh, it is good uh, for people who, who are planning, uh, and Americans uh, who are planning to do negotiations in China, to have some understanding of the Chinese culture, particularly their concept of one and face, which is really relationships and the uh, face that you should give to your Chinese negotiators. That's very important. Uh, it is not very important. Uh, it is uh, it is good if you can speak the Chinese language, but it's not absolutely necessary. But if you can't speak the, the language, then you really should must have a very good uh, translator in the team who is very professional and will be able to 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 do the right translation uh, for for the team, uh, because I've seen a non-negotiation fail due to poor translation. But anyway, it is very good to learn a few simple words in Chinese because that would uh, help to build up relationships uh, during the, the informal occasions. Because part of the, the, the negotiation protocol in China and custom in China is that there will be, you know, in social interactions during dinner and lunch and also during breaks. And it will be very good if you can say a few words in Chinese like ni hao, which is how are you, and uh, which is thank you. You know, they will be appreciated by, the, by your Chinese host, like anywhere in the world, to be quite honest. Wow. Mr. Wang, believe it or not, we are coming down to the close of our interview, but I would like to give you the last word uh, in regards to your book, uh, which is Business Negotiations in China, Strategy, Planning, and Management. It is a Gower book published by Routledge, which is a division of Taylor & Francis, an in, informer in company. Um, what last words would you like to share with this audience about those who are very interested in business negotiations in China? Well, I think uh, I would say this is a very interesting topic. And I wrote the book because I really 
is part of my corporate social responsibility to share what knowledge I have. And I try to, in the book, uh, share this with actual uh, high-level experiences. And uh, I'm very happy the book is published, and I'll be very glad to, to come to the U.S. to talk to your students and others. And I've now been invited, looking ahead, my publishers invited me to, to write uh, on two, two new books on the topics which are really very important for the world. Uh, the next mm-hmm. new book will be on climate change management, which is very important, and also on the clean energy uh, growth, particularly in the emerging economies. So I'm very excited to be involved, and I'll be working on these and hopefully publishing those in 2019 or 2020. Beautiful. And how can someone contact you if they would like to have you speak or lecture or provide training? I think uh, be, you can contact me through uh, LinkedIn on my, or email. That would be, uh, you can find my, uh, if you Google me, I think uh, you can find my contacts very easily online. Excellent. Excellent. I want to thank you, Mr. Wang, for coming on our program. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Henry K.H. Wang, the author of Business Negotiations in China, Strategy Planning and Management. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Cheryl, for excellent interview. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend on Leadership with Darrell Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM. I want to wish you a very good weekend. And remember, leadership begins with you. Take care. WSOU 89.5 FM.